In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to talk all about what to do when the gym is not that shiny new object anymore. How do you stay motivated? We're going to also talk about our nutrition plans right now and how we are meeting our nutrition goals, even in the winter. And finally, we're going to talk about Kindness Day. Get your notebooks ready. Get your kindness on. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. So I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I am easily distracted by shiny things. Oh, I'm distracted by shiny things too. So like, you know, if I'm going to Target and I've got my focus list and it's on my phone or the things that I need, and then all of a sudden I just happen to glance over and there's new holiday decorations, like that list just grew or something. I mean, my cart just got more items in it. Most definitely. So what what I want to talk about today is not necessarily when I get distracted in Target. (laughs) But isn't it fun? Like, don't you enjoy that moment when you have a tall coffee and you just found a whole situation of holiday displays? Right? Oh, my goodness. It does make me happy. And we could probably do a whole podcast episode on Target, but I don't know that that would necessarily be what our audience are expecting. Right. Um, that is not our Friends Fit 40s theme, but, you know, whatever. We could probably do fitness in Target somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Black Friday shopping fitness. I mean, I think that's... Oh, there we go. It's like, you know, you have to be on point to do... But that's a whole nother episode, um, perhaps later on in the season. But we, how do we keep going when we don't have that shiny end goal in fitness? You know, so like what I'm saying is... You know, for several months, you know, what we signed up for the half marathon in July and then it was we start, you know, we're running and then we started actually training for it. And then we kept going and you couldn't stop because you want to cross the finish line. You don't want to be walking across the finish line. We didn't want to be drugged across the finish line. So that's what kept us going. Currently, we're not signed up for anything, but. If we want to be signed up for something in the near future, we have to keep going. So what keeps us going? Right. Yeah. So that's what I thought we could talk about. I think it's definitely difficult to keep going to the gym when you're not working towards a specific goal. I think it is, too. I also think it's hard to keep going to the gym when you're working five days a week. It's also hard to go to the gym in February, March, April, and May also. January. January. We'll throw January in there, too. Wait, but I think sometimes January, like, 4th, 5th-ish is easy to go to the gym because it's the oh. first day of the year and you're doing all that stuff. Yeah. So okay. January 6th is the tough day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then July. So, I mean, I honestly think, I mean, the one thing that keeps me, I guess, 
focused when I don't have a specific end goal is to have a specific schedule because if it's if it's if going to the gym is within this daily schedule is just like taking a shower, then I'm gonna do it. Yes. Versus if it's just kind of wishy-washy or we're not sure or it's not really scheduled or we don't really have that discussion prior. Um, So definitely having a schedule set helps me. And it's also that habit, right? So we've worked really hard to form that habit. And we've worked really hard on that. If then, if this happens, then we're going to do this. If this happens, then we're going to do this. So if it rains out, we're going to work out inside. Yes. If it's too cold, we're going to do weights, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah, all about those habits. And then I also, one thing that I focus on is just, I know I'm going to feel better afterwards, you know, and during, because it's those endorphins. Yes. You know, and who doesn't love a daily dose of endorphins? I mean, and they're the good kind, you know, it's 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 the good kind of endorphins that are not going to harm your body. So knowing that if I go to the gym for my 20, 30 hour, I'm going to feel better afterwards. And especially during that January 6th, February, March, April, maybe not so much April, but during those gloom mm. months, if you know you're going to get a little boost... It's a motivator. Okay. So that's kind of, that's one thing that keeps me going. So you have a schedule that you stick to and think through it ahead of time. Yep. And then you look forward to the fun that you feel. Yes. All right. Yeah. I like that. Yep. That's that's what keeps me going. So what about you? Well, uh, I guess for me, I I put, I don't like to feel icky, (laughs) um, which is essentially, I like the feeling of the endorphins too. And if I feel like a slug for more than like maybe two days in a row, then I just start to get cranky and nobody wants to be around me. Um, I think that people in my house might just push me to the gym when that happens. Yeah. You know, so funny story. So, you know, we've had some snow days here and actually, you know, we had some days where we didn't work out and my own family, they're like, um, when are you going to go run? <laughs> because you have this funk or like I'd have too much energy and not enough focus in the right ways. And I'm like, I'm going today. I'm going today, guys. And they're like, okay, because you need to go because this. Yeah. So like my own family, like you said, they notice it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I don't like feeling icky. Also, one of the things that is currently motivating to work, me to work out is that I have a puppy right now. And gosh darn it, that puppy needs a whole ton of walks or else he's just a mess. And so I'm getting in bonus steps. <laughs> I am asking everybody around me, hey, you want to go on a walk with me and my puppy? Hey, nobody wants to go on a walk with me and my puppy because the puppy doesn't have any manners. But that's okay. <laughs> we just walk ourselves right down the middle of that street. Another thing for me that gets me to the gym is being able to work out with Laura. I love her conversations. I love the daily uh, just discussions of all the things that are happening and knowing somebody so well that I know about her students that she teaches, the job that she works, the people in her life that I don't really know. I feel like I know because of her. And I love that. And I don't want to miss out on a day. It's like it's like my daily dose of days of our lives. Oh, you know, and honestly, I should have put that as one of mine too. Like it's my daily decompose, like decomposing of my day. So yeah. and I and I look forward to doing that with you. So yeah, sometimes I'm like, but before we do this, I want to tell you about this, this, and this, and this. Yes. You know, because that's just part of my habit. Yeah. So 
And it's like we get in the car and we just start bursting with stories. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, my gosh, I've got a story to tell you. But, you know, mile, it's a mile two story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to keep us going for a good solid mile. Right. Uh, but I'll be honest, it is brutal sometimes to drag myself to the gym. Some days I just don't want to go. Yeah. And some days I don't want to go when I didn't want to go the day before. And sometimes it it drags out a little bit. And like last night when we got together to work out and we ended up doing a whole pile of fun podcast things. Right. And the workout didn't happen. Um, we have to give ourselves grace. Yes. Because I think it's harder to go to the gym after you haven't gone or done the things that you've wanted to do when you don't give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. And keep saying that today, 10 minutes is more than I, what I would have done. And tomorrow, I'm going to push myself just a little bit further and get yourself over that hump. So I, I mean, I always have said that going to the gym is like the easy part, even though we just talked about how it can be hard. <laughs> I, I love this. <laughs> but for me, it is because I can, I can fit it into the schedule. It's, it's a, it's a time holder. It's a 30 minute, it's a 40 minute, it's an hour chunk of my day versus nutrition is something you do from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Oh, yeah. Takes a bigger chunk of the day. And that's always been the hard part for me. I've never thought about nutrition that way. Because it's not just one time that you eat, when usually you just work out one time. Right. So yeah. you just got to focus on that one chunk. I mean, maybe it's two hours or three hours on a run, but like it's not just one moment, it's the whole day. Right. So where are you with nutrition right now? So I am not currently like typing in my food, weighing my food, putting it into fitness pal. So I'm not currently counting my macros. Now you started counting your macros when? Oh gosh. Mm, over 2 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And and at what point did you s- decide I'm not going to think about this right now? Probably sometime in that marathon training just because okay. of the fuel. Like yeah. knowing, you know, knowing that you needed more calories. I mean, when you're running for two and a half hours on a long run, you have to fuel properly before, during, and after. And so just making sure that I was getting enough energy to do those. Okay. Um and then but then afterwards when we came back, I I did count for probably what macro coaches would probably say is not necessarily long enough, but I did try to get back onto it after we got back from our trip for a couple of weeks. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to what they call intuitively eat. And so what that means is like you're not labeling food as good and bad. Okay. So I'm allowing myself, you know, typically like a small bowl of ice cream. That's kind of what my treat is. So like, you know, Super Bowl. So I didn't have ice cream. Instead, we had some other like treats and desserts. So I always have that kind of as a placeholder. I got you. In my caloric um, consumption for the day. And I just try to eat things that I know are good for me and balance. I think it's all about the balance. I use what I 
learned when I was macro counting. So like I'm trying to have protein with each meal. I try to make my snacks have some type of protein. I think snacking is where I allowed myself to get to that weight that I didn't like being at, the weight in Alamo, because I didn't have the energy. And so I try to really be conscious of my snacking right now if I'm going to have an apple and some peanut butter or cheese stick and a few crackers or some peanut butter on a piece of whole grain bread, something that's going to have the protein with some carbs. So it's not just like the big bowl of Cheez-Its. Okay. Because typically when I eat the big bowl of Cheez-Its, then I'm still hungry. Right. And then I go back for something else. And that's when like all of a sudden you've consumed way more calories than what you needed to. Right. So you're you're working on intuitive eating mm-hmm. using your base understanding of macros yes. that you trained yourself for two years on right. in order to maintain your weight. Right. Okay. And so and I'm not saying that I'm not going to go back to macro crowding. I think it's definitely easier for me to do the macro counting when my schedule is really consistent. And right now mm. it hasn't been with yeah. all of our snow days and all of our scheduled days off. Sometimes I just want to do the breakfast casserole because it's a snow day tradition in my house, right. you know. Yeah. And so I allow myself the, the portion of it and don't go overboard, but then make sure I try to eat, you know, the veggies and the fruits and whatnot the rest of the day, too. So okay. that's kind of that's kind where, of where I'm at right now. All right. What about right. you? Awesome. Well, uh, I still do intermittent fasting. That's what works for me. And what I found to work, I did take a hiatus from intermittent fasting during our really heavy run weeks, uh, especially leading up to the half marathon. I don't know if it would have worked or if it wouldn't have worked. I've read that you can continue to work out on your fasting days, but I felt like I didn't want to play with that um, during during those weeks. And so I took a hiatus of on the intermittent fasting for about a month. And so I have gone back to doing that. So mm-hmm. I eat a low calorie day on Mondays and Thursdays. I don't do like the timed intermittent fasting. I just do lower calorie days, two days a week, and then try to eat reasonably the rest. It works for me. There is a lot of articles that have been written about why it works. So if you're interested in intermittent fasting, certainly talk to your doctor. Do your own research on this uh, to figure out if this is something that is going to work in your day and with your body and the way that your body works. I think that you have to have a really good relationship with food in order for intermittent fasting to work. Tell us more about that. What, right. What do you mean so by that? So I don't beat myself up when I eat more than what I should. I am not an obsessive calorie counter. I will eat almost everything in terms of likes. So I don't have like food rules. And so I think it's You don't have like good food and bad food. Right. I think it's easy for me to have uh, two fasting days a week and then go back to a normal eating schedule the rest of the week. I have decided personally that if for one reason or another, I can't maintain that fasting day, that it's not going to be like a flex fasting day, right? If I think on Sunday, my fasting days are Mondays and Monday and Thursday this week, then they're Monday and Thursday. And if I mess up, I mess up, right? And it's okay. But I'm not going to flex this out to other things just because I can see it going. Snowballing. Right. Yeah. Also, if I decide on Sunday that I have, you know, some activity or event on Monday or Thursday that is going to 
not be a good plan for me to fast, then I go ahead in my mind and reschedule that day so that it's already set ahead of time. And that's just some things that I've been able to do myself to make it reasonable for me. I am hungry on the fasting days, but the longer I've done it, the easier it's become. And honestly, the less appetite that I've had on the days in between as well. I still come home from school. I still get super hungry. I have honestly that (laughs) jar of celery, which my daughter asked me the other day, mom, why are you trying to grow celery in the fridge? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, honey, it keeps it crisp. So I have that jar of celery that's there that I hit first before I try other things. And certainly uh, the puppy, (laughs) which when I get home, I'm like, okay, puppy, we're going to walk because that's going to also help me think about my snacking. Um, So those are some of the things that I do. Am I perfect? No. Um, I am not. I am not at the lowest weight that I've been in since we started working out. However, I'm not at the highest either. I'm somewhere in between. And so for me, it's a good spot for today. One of the things that I want to research right now is the Mediterranean diet because I've heard so many good things about that. So I want to make sure that I add those fruits and veggies and nuts, Mm. olive oil, those kinds of things to my diet in a way that's healthy. That's kind of it. Okay. So, Stephanie, did you know that Random Act of Kindness Day was last week? How did I miss us? I know. I mean, I know that I feel like you always have the different like special days happening. I mean, honestly, it was Hoda and Jenna who told me. Oh, well, we love Hoda and Jenna. <laughs> but I'm so sad. I I feel like I need it on my calendar. I need a phone buzzer that just goes off like in a countdown. Right? For, so that you know when these fun days are because that's a great day to celebrate. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I didn't do something on that particular day. But I feel like if you did anything the entire week, like you could count it as celebrating it. So there's a little thing that I do uh, that I enjoy doing. Um, You could say enjoy in quotation marks. My husband might say enjoys in quotation marks. Is to make my sister-in-law's famous sugar cookie recipe. Okay. So I cut out the the little hearts. um, And they're tiny. They're like a size of a quarter. So imagine like there's a lot of hearts to be cut. Oh, that's a ton of work. I like to do the little ones because they are just so sweet. And then frosting them, of course, and then give them to my family and friends. It's a lot of work. Um, It's a very labor-intensive process. Um, Essentially, you have to make the dough, and it is required to be set overnight. So you got to make the dough one day, let it sit overnight, and then bake it the next day. And what I like to do, because then the frosting and the cutting, the baking, all that takes time, is I will cut and cook all the cookies one weekend, and then I freeze them in between like wax paper, and then take a whole nother weekend, and I will get them back out of the freezer, and I will frost them. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know that I've ever in my entire life made something that's a two-parter with a week in between. Just letting you know. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. And honestly, I kind of like am cursing a little bit as I'm cutting out, like as I'm rolling out the dough again 
cutting out the little tiny cookies. And my husband can attest to this. And he's like, why, why do you do this to yourself? Why do you, why? And I'm like, well, the little ones are the best. And so in that moment, I'm like, why am I doing this? But it's in the moment that I am putting the last final touches of the frosting or those sprinkles and then bagging them up in sweet bags or containers and then taking them to my friends that I remember why I do it. Mm-hmm. That I want to, I want to share that kindness, and I want to share that something that I put all my sweat and tears into, and and share it with the ones I love. And so, a little story that goes along with this is that my dad passed away about five years ago this spring, and he actually went into surgery for his cancer on Valentine's Day, and it had happened like I had cut out the little cookies ahead of time. And I think that year I'd even gone ahead, maybe because of the snow days or something, I'd gone ahead and frosted them and then froze them after they were frosted. And then, but they, you can get them back out and they're just delicious if you let them defrost. And so I had already planned on sharing them, but I knew I was going to be in the hospital all that Mm -hmm. day um, for, for Valentine's Day. And so I just brought the Valentine's Day cookies and you know, this is the days before COVID. So the, the waiting room was full of all of his friends and family. And we ate Valentine cookies, which is one of his favorites too. So it's all, so now, you know, that was five years ago. But now when I make them, I have that memory right. of sharing it with, you know, all the people while we waited to hear how his surgery went that day. So yeah, it's just, it's, you know, if you have those memories that, help you to remember and uh, you know as I'm using the cookie cutter the cookie cutter was my grandma's <sighs> and the recipe is my sister-in-law's and and then I'm sharing it with friends and so it does it does bring me joy even though sometimes the process can be a little daunting you know sometimes I'll do it to myself and I'll try to be doing it on a weeknight which I try not to because I know it is overwhelming but the moment when I'm sharing it and delivering it with those who I love mm-hmm. makes it all worth it. Wow. What a great story, Laura. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with that's, us. That's something I just wanted to to share because I'm sure yeah. other people have those moments of you're doing something. It might be time consuming, but the end product is something that brings you just complete joy. So, and it had to do with random act of kindness day. So it right. just coincided. Everything seems so perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that that part of you with us today. Now it is time for our weekly homework. And Laura, what is it? So we you might have missed random act of kindness day, but what can you do? To share kindness with others. What's something that's small? It doesn't have to be a two weekend cookie process. That doesn't have to that doesn't have to be your act. Don't be intimidated by Laura and her organizational skills and and cooking skills and all those things. But it could be I mean, it could be as simple as bringing a coffee for a friend at work. It could be, you know, writing a small note, telling a coworker how much you appreciate them. Something small that maybe someone's not expecting and just to show them that how much they mean to you or how much you care. So it can be something as simple as that. All right. So find somebody that you want to celebrate and celebrate International Kindness Day with them sometime within the next week or two. 
even though it's belated. Yes. In the meantime, enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You You got got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you